Good evening, and welcome to A Closer Look. I'm your host, Laurie Hackett, and each month we're joined by nonprofit leaders and volunteers who are making a big difference throughout the Lehigh Valley. We have the chance to come together once a month and really learn about nonprofits in the community, who's doing what, and the incredible impact that they're having on our community. We have great guests joining us tonight, so let's get started. I'm so pleased to welcome our first guest tonight. They are outstanding community leaders and great volunteers. Listeners, please join me in welcoming Mike Molesky and Anthony Honorata. Welcome, Mike and Anthony. Great to be here, Laurie. Thanks. Thanks, Laurie. Pleasure to be here with you tonight. Sure. Well, we're so excited because you both are here. Certainly, I know you well from community, but you both are here specifically tonight to talk about your role with Northampton Community College and the upcoming Food and Wine Gala. Tell us about the gala. Mike. Oh, Lori, thanks. Uh, well, the gala actually is, is celebrating its 14th year, and I was actually a co-founder of the event back in the beginning as a board member at Northampton Community College. So that was very interesting how we got started. Oh, great. So it's been going for 14 years. And what's the purpose of the gala? Really, the purpose is to fill an unmet need, and that is to provide current scholarships to students who maybe otherwise wouldn't have the resources to attend college or would be challenged in some way where they wouldn't be able to make ends meet and so on. So we found that that was an issue back then, and and Mm -hmm. it's still an issue for these students, and many of them who are just out of high school. And there's also students that are attending with uh, mid-year career changes and so on. So there's a tremendous need in Northampton, as we all know, touches so many people in the Lehigh Valley. And Anthony, your involvement, have you been involved as long for the whole 14 years? Sure. For the last several years, I have been involved and just on the committee, and I've watched it grow so much. And I just, it's an exciting time. And Mike and uh, Northampton asked me to become more involved and be co-chair. So I was just happy to do so because it's so important for our community. I mean, children and youth and young adults are the future of our community. Mm -hmm. And if we can help someone better themselves or, you know, there can be a difference before not going to school at all or attending community college Mm -hmm. and we can help with a scholarship. And what a great recipient. Northampton Community College does so much in our community with thousands of students who attend. And I know we all have family members who have taken a class or two or, I don't know, either of you, have you ever taken a class, maybe a non-credit class at the college? I actually did many years ago. I don't remember what year it was, but yes. <laughs> what about you, Mike? I, I have not, although my, my children have, uh, my daughters, I have three daughters, and I think each of them have taken at least one, if not mm-hmm. several, classes to kind of fill out their curriculum. But it's amazing, you know, the fact is that over 30,000 students attend every year. Mm-hmm. It's a, Northampton is a large uh, institution when you consider it more broadly across the United States. Absolutely. It does so much with the main campus and also the the campus here on the south side of Bethlehem. So back to the event. So this is an annual event. You all are chairing it to raise money for scholarships for students. Do these scholarships go to specific students just in the culinary area or in other areas? So that's a great question. And there's a, a misconception, I think, because we call it the food and wine gala that it just goes to hospitality or Mm -hmm. culinary and of course those are two very important areas but our messages or my messages especially this year is to tell everybody that it's for all students so it could be electrical plumbing mechanical Mm -hmm. it's for all students and it's been that way but there just seems to be just that misconception sometimes that it is not so that's important to note and do you have a big 
group of volunteers that join you. I know you both are chairing the effort, which thank you for that. We know you've got a million things going on and you make time for this. Are there other volunteers at the table with you? Yeah, we have a committee of over 20 people that work year round. So after the event in June, two or three weeks after the event, we have a wrap up meeting. We actually start planning the next year at that point. So it's an ongoing effort and there's, you know, an element of fundraising involved, but it's also uh, getting feedback, improving the event, what's working and what needs improvement. Obviously, for 14 years, it's been very successful. Anthony? Yes, and this year, it's kind of exciting. We're bringing it back, actually, to the college. So back many years ago, one of the founding partners was the Sands Casino, which has evolved now into Wind Creek. And COVID has changed a few things, and we've pivoted a little, and and, uh, this year we decided to bring it back to Northampton. And we're also happy to report that, you know, now Wind Creek is also a very uh, wonderful, supportive sponsor as well. Uh, But we felt uh, it was time to bring it back to the school and showcase the school. And so we're going to transform the gym into uh, a gala-like atmosphere. And what's the date of the event? We've been talking about it. We haven't even shared with our listeners the date. Yes, absolutely. It's May 31st, 2024, this coming year. Well, we're certainly looking forward to it. But Mike, as you just said, this is really a year-round effort. Is that right? Certainly fundraising is a big part of it. Yeah, uh, we, we are very fortunate to have over 60 corporate sponsors. And those sponsors get a lot of benefit from the event. Uh, we make sure that we have excellent persistency of sponsorship. And we make sure that each sponsor gets their money's worth in terms of social media tickets and other benefits to the event. So we really strive to take care of those. And those sponsors have been very loyal. Even through COVID, we were able to maintain uh, just about full sponsorship. And now we really um, come out of COVID even stronger. Uh, We also have expanded to allow more participation by individuals, uh, patrons who are not part of a company, where they can purchase Mm -hmm. tickets and come to the event and enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy the camaraderie, and hear a little bit about Northampton, but also be part of this, you know, kind of amazing gala. And this year we have very special uh, honorary chair, Chris Cree. Oh, and tell us about Chris Cree. Chris Cree is a master of wines. So he is one of 58 people in the United States who's attained this designation, which means he knows a lot about wine. Mm-hmm. But if you know Chris personally, um, and many people in Lehigh Valley do, he speaks about wine in a way that's really very low-key and very uh, he's a very humble person. So uh, it's not about him, it's about the wine. And he teaches a lot of people about wine. He has a wine business in New Jersey, but he's also a kind of a Lehigh Valley person. He's got many connections here and he's helped with events over the years. And this year uh, we've asked him to be honorary chair and come to the uh, event and tell us about his perspective on wine. He always has interesting stories to share. Wonderful. And you know, so it's the Food and Wine Gala and you mentioned the impact and the benefit to sponsors. But what you're doing for students at the college is just really incredible. So people are able to have a great night, but in addition, you're providing scholarships. Anthony, how many scholarships do you provide based on the proceeds of this event? Yeah, so it affects about 700 students per year, Laurie. So that's such an impact that you're having across the community. With both of you, I know you're involved in other things. Mike, I know you're involved with United Way and and so many other things. Anthony, I know you're involved with the Chamber. Why this for you? Why this particular role as chair of this event? It really goes back to the need. And uh, this uh, particular event, Northampton, we don't have a business affiliation with Northampton uh, for my firm at CapTrust. But we, we looked at it and said, you know, what impact, where can we spend time and, and resources and get a, a really high return on uh, investment? And, and committing time and being involved in this has really uh, impacted 
you know, as Anthony said, 700 people a year times, you know, 14 years mm -hmm. is a lot of people yep. that have benefited from this. And, and those students now have gone on and many have graduated and, and now we're giving back. So I think it's a great way to leverage. Uh, even folks that are attending as a non-corporate sponsor can, can leverage their gift. And there are so many great organizations in Lehigh Valley. We just think that Northampton is, uh, has a strong place at the table for people to consider. Yeah, absolutely. We're, 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 you know, these students are getting the skills and knowledge needed to succeed. They're our future mm -hmm. community leaders. They're building confidence. They're, they're getting an education, and they're right here in the Lehigh Valley. Absolutely. Thanks so much for that insight. Another question for each of you. So, Anthony, you are the owner of a small business of Anthony Limo, very active in the Lehigh Valley, and Mike, you the head of Cap Trust. For each of you, how do you think your work skills have transferred over as a volunteer leader? Are there specific things that you know you do at work that you were able to bring or things that you've learned volunteering that's supporting you as a leader at your companies? So, so I think both. Um, what I do is really another form of hospitality. Mm -hmm. It's pleasing people. It's helping people. And I, th I think that kind of uh, transforms into my volunteerism. I have a lot of passion and heart. And I think that I just like helping people. And I just try to use my passion, my heart, uh, my mind, and uh, my happiness with just my family and my adult children and my wife. And I just feel very fortunate. And all that leads me to just want to help others. Mm -hmm. Mike? I would agree with that. And I expanded to say, I think you know, there's an opportunity here uh, in my role at CapTrust. And as a partner of that organization, you know, there's a lot of responsibility that goes along with it for mentoring and bringing other people up. Mm -hmm. It's a big initiative within our company. And I look at this as another way to do that locally and to kind of expand upon it into the community. Uh, more so, I think, though, also those business skills are very transferable and vice versa. Because I think, you know, running an effective meeting and having people uh, that they can kind of be part of the organization in, in whatever role they want. If they want to be a leader, they can grow through the through the uh, committee and, and become a leader, as Anthony has. Or they can participate at whatever level they want. But, you know, having good meetings, uh, having consistency, having, uh, you know, the things that are necessary that in business that, that we take for granted and applying it at the uh, institutional level or at the committee level is, is very, very helpful. Right. Thanks yeah. so much to both of you for that insight. Who, is there someone that's inspired each of you in your volunteer work? I'd like to start out by saying just this people and the people in this room. I mean, Mike, you and your wife, Diane, Laurie, all, you know, all that you do for our community. I mean, there's so many other great people, uh, Ashley uh, Russo, Bill and Denise Spence. Uh, I could just go on and on. You folks don't realize what you're doing in the community. People are watching you people like me and many others, and you're changing the Lehigh Valley and just continue to do that good work. There's nothing more rewarding than seeing someone smile, seeing someone happy. And when we go to these events, just seeing, you know, the lives you're changing and whether it's a business person deciding to become more involved or just, you know, someone sharing. It's not all about money. It's about sharing your mind and your talent and your heart. And all of us have that. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for that. Mike. Working closely with United Way and Tocqueville Society over the years, I've mm -hmm. seen so many people, you know, step up. And I, it's hard to mention just a name because you're probably going to leave someone out. Mm -hmm. But Good I look at people like, uh, you know, J.B. Riley and Kathleen mm -hmm. who done so much. I mean, both with their resources, but also their time and commitment to different organizations. So I look at, at them and, and as, as, of course, Bill Spence and Bill and Denise and other folks. So I think there's we're very fortunate to be in an area where uh, we're a large organization 
community, but we have a, you know, a, a well-known group of community leaders that we can share experiences with and, and use them as mentors. Many years ago, uh, John Malloy asked me to be part of Tocqueville Society United Way, and I, mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was, but I, I said, okay, <laughs> yeah. um, because I thought that would be good, and, and he was very passionate about it, and I'm glad he did. To Anthony's point, I think the more that we can uh, do to help other people to kind of become that mentoring resource, that, that's just awesome because it, it's, it is uh, the path forward. Absolutely. Thanks so much. And, you know, we talk about that on this show every month. We are a community of great commitment and engagement and service. And people are so willing to stand up. And how nice that we've all been blessed enough to be touched by leaders and community. Well, Anthony and Mike, unfortunately, we're at the end of our program today. But before we sign off, anything else you'd like to share about the upcoming 2024 Northampton Community College Food and Wine Gala? I would like to ask people to visit uh, the website if they could, just to take a look at it, mm-hmm. consider uh, being part of it or being more aware of it. It would be, it's the um, Northampton Community College Food and Wine Gala. And just look for that. You'll find our website with lots of information. Uh, but more importantly, uh, get involved. Uh, mm-hmm. Be involved in something. Get passionate about it. And uh, you'll be glad you did. Over a period of time, it's it's very rewarding. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Anthony, anything to close us out? Yeah, no, I, I agree. And certainly uh, Mike said it all about the gala. But the point is get involved. Get involved in any capacity you can. Uh, just with any nonprofit, it will make you happy. It will make your day. Mm-hmm. Great. Get involved. Well, thanks to you both. And again, listeners, tonight we were joined by business leaders Mike Molesky with Cap Trust, Anthony Honorata with Anthony Limo, and both of them serving as chairs of the upcoming Northampton Community College Food and Wine Gala. Thanks so much for being with us. Thanks, thanks Lori. Thank, thank you, Lori. Absolutely. And we'll be right back. Do you have vinyl albums, 45s, or CDs on your shelves that are taking up space and gathering dust? Why not donate them for a good cause? WDIY will receive profits from the donation, and you can claim a tax deduction. For more information, or to arrange for a drop-off or pickup, call 610-694-8100, extension 3, or visit WDIY.org. Welcome back. I'm Laurie Hackett, and now we're ready for our second part of today's program on A Closer Look. And our next guest tonight is our friend, community leader, and president of Lehigh Valley Riley Children's Hospital, Ann Baum. Welcome, Ann. Thanks, Lori. It's so exciting to be here again. Well, you were our very first guest on this program two years ago, and I'm so excited to have you back here in the studio. Well, it was such an honor to be your first guest, and I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. Great. Well, and when you were with us in January of 2022, and you had just started in your role as president of Lehigh Valley Riley Children's Hospital. It's been two years. How's it going? It is amazing. We have accomplished so much in the last two years. And I have to tell you, when we talked, it was brand new. Mm -hmm. I was learning Mm -hmm. so much. But wow, what an amazing group of people that truly make a difference for our community. Oh, Anne, that's so great to hear. So many people know you in the Valley. You you know, you were involved in so many nonprofit organizations. So when you stepped into this leadership role with the network, I know how excited we were. Everybody was just pulling for you and thrilled to see the kinds of things that were going to happen. Oh, thank you so much for saying that. Mm-hmm. It was a really exciting opportunity to take on. And I I am so honored 
to be with this team and help take it to the next level. Well, great. And you're certainly doing that. And speaking of exciting, there have been some exciting news lately about Lehigh Valley Health Network and what's happening over there. Could you share some of that with our listeners? Certainly. So Lehigh Valley Health Network has entered into a non-binding letter of intent to combine with Thomas Jefferson. And that just kicks off a process. There is a lot more to come, a lot of research, but it's an exciting announcement for everyone. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I know a lot of people have been buzzing about it, about the opportunities and what it could mean for our community. Yes. So more to come on that. Really, really excited. Awesome. And let's start talking about, if we could, the network and your role and your commitment to being a good corporate citizen. Could you share with our listeners what are the reasons that that you personally, your colleagues, and others at the network show up so often giving back to our community? Well, as a health network, it's critically important that we partner with our community. We are an organization of the community. Mm-hmm. And in order for us to be successful in our community to be healthy and grow, it's imperative that we work together with the community. The other thing I'll tell you is people that work in healthcare are natural givers. Mm-hmm. They enter into this profession because they care about helping others. And it's just a natural extension of their passion for healthcare to partner with other community organizations to make that difference. Mm-hmm. And would you agree? We see such a strong commitment and passion and drive from so many other corporate leaders in the Lehigh Valley. Well, that's the magic of the Lehigh Valley. Mm -hmm. As you know, I moved here from Chicago many years ago, thinking we'd live here for only a (laughs) year or two. And we just fell in love with the community for exactly the Mm -hmm. reason you describe the corporate commitment to partner with our not-for-profit communities to make our community stronger. Mm -hmm. That community pride, that community dedication to one another, that made us stay for a really, really long time, and it's our home. And when you think about your role at Lehigh Valley Riley Children's Hospital, again, as the leader, from your vantage point, how involved do you see your colleagues? Is it a culture where some of your colleagues, your peers, your your the people that you work with, are they also engaged in the community? 100%. They all volunteer at organizations mm-hmm. in leadership roles, in fundraising, and each of them brings their special talents out to those organizations. So across the board, you see our team engaged. And what I love about it is they bring those ideas back to us too. Mm -hmm. So when they see an opportunity for us to partner with an organization with which they're involved, they deliver it to us and then we figure out those amazing partnerships. Awesome. And just as you were saying that, Anne, I recalled earlier this year, you and I served on a panel together for the Women's Summit that was presented by the Chamber and United Way and the Women's Business Council. And there were a couple of your colleagues, women leaders who served on the board. Yes. And that's the thing. Our What I love about our organization is 
people find their way on their own to organizations Mm -hmm. and our network finds those opportunities to match. So when a not-for-profit needs a particular skill set, they reach out to our team and they find within our organization that person that has the passion Mm -hmm. and the talent to help that organization. Love it, love it, love it. And you as a volunteer, this year has been a big year in community as far as engagement because I know you were recently presented with the Betsy Torrance Philanthropist of the Year Award from United Way and Women United. Can you share a little bit about that, how that made you feel getting that award? It was overwhelming. As you can tell, it's it's hard for me to imagine that I was – a person honored for this. My name on that list with all the other recipients, including you, <laughs> and associated with Betsy Torrance, mm-hmm. who is like the creme de la creme of fundraisers. It is such an honor. And to be honored by an organization that I really believe in, mm-hmm. that I've seen grow and develop and evolve to serve our community just, it gives me goosebumps. As I'm talking right now, it gives me chills. And thank you, by the way, for introducing me that evening. It was just a beautiful event, and I am so humbled and honored to have been selected. Absolutely. It was a special night for so many of us because you were able to tell the story about why you get involved, the reasons behind it, and the people that have helped to lift you up. And I know there are a lot in the Lehigh Valley. Oh, yes. Giving back is makes our community stronger, but it makes you mm-hmm. stronger mm-hmm. as an individual. And finding those matches where you can help an organization and they can help you in return, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. And Anne, you're on that point. You're involved in other organizations. Certainly, you're a leader with Girl Scouts, with United Way, gosh, with the Chamber, with so many. How do you make that work? The skills, the roles that you play at work, and also that you play as a volunteer leader, do you see some crossover and some synchronicity of those? Absolutely. I First and foremost, the things about which I'm passionate mm-hmm. that have driven my volunteer activity really meld well with, with what my professional role is. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's not today I'm a volunteer or today I'm a business person. It's intertwined. And the skills I learn from being a volunteer always help me be better Mm -hmm. in the workplace and vice versa. So to me, it's just a natural crossover and overlap and synergy between all of them because it's about building our community, making it stronger, and helping kids be the best that they can be. Mm-hmm. So it really makes it easy, mm-hmm. as weird as that sounds, for them to coexist. Right, right. exactly, without, without really a boundary or a strict boundary. Yes. And I know you're doing so many things in community and certainly at Lehigh Valley Riley Children's Hospital. And I know recently you launched a podcast. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Well, thank you for asking. We just launched the podcast called Because They're Kids. And this is designed to provide everyday advice to parents and kids if they want to listen to it. But it's mostly targeted at 
parents. Everybody needs a partner. Everybody needs advice. So we bring in our experts, and they share their knowledge and their tidbits and pieces of advice so that parents can have that resource to raise healthy kids. And is each segment a different topic? Are there callers? Like, what's the format of the show? Oh, great question. Thank you. So, so far, we don't have callers. Okay. We do have a specific subject that we focus on. So, our first one was focused on kids and mental health and how parents can really learn to help their kids be mentally healthy, but also watch for those those warning signs and know when they need to reach out to the next level. And we bring our physicians in, our experts, and they share their knowledge. Our next one is about infectious diseases. Right now, it is crazy time for RSV, COVID, the flu. And it's all about skills that parents can use to keep their kids healthy, Mm -hmm. but also, again, the signs to watch for so you make sure you get that help when you need it. That's great. And doing it via a podcast is really important because that's where so many of us get our news, meet experts, and learn what current issues are. Well, what we love about a podcast, especially for busy parents, is they can listen anytime. They can be driving in the car listening to the podcast. They can be helping their kids get to where they need to go or doing laundry, and that podcast is available to them. That's great. Well, good. We look forward to tuning into that. So thanks for sharing a little bit about that. Thank you. And back to you a little bit personally. Where else are you involved right now? Like in the last week, can you tell us about a meeting you went to or a volunteer activity that you were involved with? That's a a long, exciting (laughs) list. But some of the areas where I'm involved right now are Girl Scouts of Eastern Pennsylvania. Is it cookie time? It's almost cookie time. So we're getting ready to launch the cookie program later this month. You'll see us on WFMZ on kickoff day and support the girls. And even if you're in your January recovery from the holidays, (laughs) you can still support Girl Scouts because if you buy cookies from them, but don't want them, they'll send them off to our first responders, to our troops overseas. So when you see the girls, Mm -hmm. even though it's weight Mm -hmm. loss, fitness time, Mm -hmm. you can still support them and they'll share those cookies with others. Oh, that's great. What about the chamber? Are you still involved with the Lehigh Valley Chamber? I am involved with the chamber and the chamber is an amazing organization, as you well know. Mm -hmm. And As the vice chair, soon to be chair, (laughs) we're super excited for your leadership. What I love about the chamber is it builds our strong communities. Mm -hmm. And when our communities are strong, when every Main Street is strong, our valley is strong. Mm -hmm. There's employment. There's access to wonderful services and products, and it makes our valley a great place to live. And last time you were on the show, I remember we spoke about people who inspire you, people that you've learned from. I wondered now, and as we think about the strength of the Valley and so many leaders coming up behind, are you currently mentoring anyone? And could you share a little bit about the importance of turning around and giving others a hand up? Many of us were mentored either formally or Mm -hmm. informally by the leaders that came before us. And as we become wise, I know. <laughs> I see it as critically important 
that we make mm-hmm. ourselves available to anyone mm-hmm. that Agreed. could benefit from asking questions, learning from our experience. So I am always open to mentor, whether formally or informally, whether it's a one meeting or a multi-year session with somebody, I am always open to help because people did that for me. Mm-hmm. And it truly made me a better stronger person. Mm -hmm. And you want to see that. You want to share that gift. Yes, absolutely. And if there was one lesson that you learned that you could sum up about being a business leader, a volunteer leader, uh, so committed to your beautiful family and to your friends, what's that one lesson you've learned? The first is you can do it, but don't be afraid to ask for help. You don't have to do it alone, Mm -hmm. no matter what. There are other people that will help you. So that's the first. And then the second is raise your hands. Don't wait for somebody to ask you. If if you see something you'd like to do, let them know. Let Mm -hmm. people know that you're interested. I think I did that just because I was excited and would say, to, for example, Candy Curie, who used to be the Bethlehem Chamber, said, how can I help? I'm excited about what you're doing. And she told me how I could help. And then I did. Let people know you're interested, Mm -hmm. whether it's in your professional life Mm -hmm. or your volunteer life. And you'll be amazed at what opportunities exist. And we're at the end of our time, unfortunately, but great chat with you as always. As we close out, I know that you also have some new social media sites that you could share with our listeners. Would you mind giving us those details? Absolutely. We are really, really excited that we have our own social media channels for Lehigh Valley Riley Children's Hospital. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at LVHN Children. Please follow us like us. We would love to hear from you. Great. Well, thank you, Anne. Again, you personally, professionally do so much for our community. So thanks for being with me tonight. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And listeners, we were just joined tonight by Anne Baum, who's the president of Lehigh Valley Riley Children's Hospital. We were joined earlier by Mike Molesky and Anthony Honorata, who are serving as chairs of Northampton Community College's 2024 Food and Wine Gala. Thanks for being with us for this program, and we look forward to seeing you next month on A Closer Look. If you enjoyed this program, please go to the WDIY website or app to share or become a WDIY member.